And now we're live. Ta-da. It's the magic of internet. Yeah. Oh, I heard I heard something. Yeah, it was the yesterday's you, show. It was yesterday's show. No, we're doing it today. It's the magic of see, internet. See, that one's today. Ah, uh, uh, see. Yeah. Now, now I'm there. Finally came up. There you go. It's the magic of see, see, that one's today. No, look at that. Uh, we're like all these echoes and shit. Oh, I hear it. Good times. <laughs> Echo, echo, right. echo. All right, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. See, yeah, I got right. my, my hair is clipped. All right, let's go ahead and start the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. My hips hurt. All right, <laughs> ready? <laughs> Shut up and sit down. <laughs> Boom. I don't I, I, I wonder how many people in today's world see I wouldn't have asked this like ten years ago, but I wonder how many people hear that and get like offended by it. Triggered. Yeah. Like uh, there's gotta be at least a couple of them, which you know, it is what it is, I guess. But only somebody that used to watch us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh it's just not something I would have thought about like ten years ago, but for some Whatever. reason in today's world, you know, it's like really? Anyways, alas. I uh, I digress. Welcome to uh, right. to us. This is Dope and Dharma. This is, of course, the Dharma Time Hour. If you're listening to this live on a Tuesday, um, if you're listening to this uh, not live, it's still Dharma Time. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he is is the one and only uh, Dope Doctor. And I, of course, am uh, the Dharma guy. Right and on. what was that? We already have a comment. What did it say? Stop the presses. Are we talking about religion or faith? Big difference. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Um, well, don't it. you have to have faith in order to have religion? Isn't that kind of like a prerequisite there? Um, anyways, as as uh, Richard just let the cat out of the bag, uh, we were talking about religion today. But before we get to our actual topic, let me say how Richard was able to comment. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> as always, if you want to watch us live and you want to comment and participate in the uh, the discussion, uh, you can go to uh, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch and look up Dope and Dharma. Um, or you can uh, listen live if you only want to listen, or if you want to take us in at, at uh, your leisure. We're available on all podcast flo- forums under uh, Dope and Dharma. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, now that that's out of the way, so uh, got a text message earlier today, and it was uh, the one and only Dope Doctor. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> do you have a topic?" And I, of course, was like, well, yeah, I have like a whole year of topics planned out ahead of time. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. You're but so but why do you why do you ask now? Like, what, did you want to circumvent my pre-planned 360 shows? And he was like, well, if it's not too much trouble, right. what about religion? Right. And I was like, OK, so I'll scrap all the hard work I put into planning all of our future shows, the script and everything. I just like I said, yes. We will yep. finally, we will do what you want to do, man. Because you're, you know, you're more important. Yep. <laughs> That's so, the way it happened. Play by so, play. That was a great play by play. So you're getting thank used you. to, you're, you're getting ready for football season. You're already doing the play by play. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so anyways. Because you're an athlete. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't get the reference, uh, a couple shows back on Monday night during a couch live stuff, uh, uh, we're on terrestrial radio where we're on locally on 1680 AM and 100.7 FM. Uh, and our producer there um, inadvertently, I don't think he intended to, but he kind of insulted our, our host here by saying that uh, uh, he didn't grasp certain things because he didn't play sports. 
So, well, that's, that's no, our, that's our not reference. How it happened. He says he did because he's an athlete. He goes, Trinity, you understand because, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. athletes. And the inference there was you don't understand that yeah, you didn't right. play. So, anyways. Right. Right. Either way, that's where the uh, the ha-ha comes from. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about religion, man. Um, my favorite topic. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, so, yeah. so um, uh, religion's a funny thing to me, right? Right. right? Like, so I was... Uh, full disclosure, let me just get my own personal uh, history out there so we know where I'm coming from, at least. Um, my mother is most likely either, if not already watching this, going to tune in at some point. Um, and so I was raised Christian. I was raised in a religious household. Um, when I say religious, I, I use that term loosely, meaning um, there wasn't like a bunch of crosses all around the house and we weren't going to like Sunday services and Wednesday Bible school. Like We, we weren't that religious household not that there's anything wrong with that but when i say religious i want to make sure i define in what context i'm talking um meaning <clears throat> my mom would bring it up occasionally she talked about it she believes in in uh, god the creator she believes in heaven and hell um we would go to church on occasion um not not religiously um no but we would not go on an every week basis like it was occasion um <laughs> i remember as a kid just being bored out of my mind sitting and listening to some guy talk about stuff that didn't really pertain to me at that age. Um, occasionally she would put me in some sort of a youth group type situation like where they would do some sort of an activity. Um, I may or may not have gone to Sunday school. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, um, you know, as time progressed, um, um, I started kind of getting in my rebellious phase. Uh, certain questions I had were not being answered from a religious context. Um, and I remember I was just being very defiant. Um, and then I went to uh, our pastor at the time <clears throat> and, um, he had a, like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me and, and I don't know, I, I, in my past time, I wanted to blame him, but as I've gotten older, I'm not sure if it's fair to blame him. I think I was just looking for a reason. Um, but we had a conversation and I remember he said some things that kind of just turned me, turned me off from religion. Like, um, I, I, I want to say I was on the fence, you know, but I, I don't know, looking back, maybe I really wasn't as much on the fence as I thought I was. Um, but he basically, I, I told him that I need a proof. Faith wasn't enough for me. I need to like actual, like, you know, if God appeared right before me and was like, Hey, I'm real. Then, you know, I would have been the most devout follower, but this idea of faith just I had a hard time with. Um, <clears throat> and the way he chose to, to respond to that. Um, I don't feel was skillful. He said, basically, no, you wouldn't. He told me that, you know, even if he came down in front of you and said he's here and he's real, you wouldn't follow anyways. And I was like, ah, well, screw you. Dude. <laughs> like, first of all, you don't know me like that. Second of all, like, what? Like, how would I not? Like, it just seemed like logic sense of if a weird manifestation just appeared in front of you, how would you not believe that? But either way, it rubbed me the wrong way. And so I turned kind of away from religion at that point in my life. Um, and, and I associated spirituality with religion i didn't separate the two at that time in my life so anything celestial anything bigger than myself um i was very against um i held this weird little grudge until finally at one point in my life i was able to actually uh, utter the words hey i'm atheist i remember that was like a big deal for me for some reason because it felt like um it felt like if i thought it it wasn't real but the second i verbally said it to somebody it became real um, and I was still quote unquote trained my whole life to think it was real. So to say it verbally, it was like a big deal for me, <clears throat> but, um, atheist, <laughs> atheist wasn't enough for me when I was in my like early twenties. Um, I was actually anti-theist, meaning I actively hated religion and, and would 
kind of I would relish in the idea of getting into fights and debates with people about it. Um, mainly because I personally, and I'm not going to blame all religious people for this, uh, but I personally got into a lot of situations where I was being very harshly judged by a lot of religious people, um, mainly because of my behavior and my like tattoos and stuff. I've literally been told I'm going to hell and I'm desecrating my body and I'm the, the body's a temple. Like I've heard them all dozens and <laughs> a lot. Um, and, and so that rubbed me the wrong way. I felt very judged. I felt very uh, let down. Um, obviously now looking back, that wasn't the religion that was individuals within the religion. But at the time I definitely equated the two as equal. Um, and then, um, but as I've gotten older, I did find some spirituality. I found Buddhism, of course, hence Dharma time, the Dharma guy. Um, and as I evolved in that and became wiser, um, I no longer have the same harshness to a religion. Um, I think religion itself is really not the problem. I think there's individuals within all religions or all philosophies that can kind of sour, sour the well, if you will. Um, but anyway, so that's where I come from, from religion. So as we get into this discussion about what it is and what it isn't, things of that nature, you kind of know a little bit about, you know, where my perspective comes from. Uh, do you, would you like to give your own interpretation or you just want to jump in it? No, you know, mine's very different. Obviously I was raised Catholic. Um, I, I'm assuming you were raised, is that Baptist or, or uh, was that? no, the only name I ever remember was me- we went to a Methodist church one time. Okay. Right. I don't know what that is. I just, yeah. I was just told Christian and cause we weren't loyal to like Methodist cause we've been to uh-huh. multiple different ones. So uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't really uh-huh. know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was raised Catholic, uh, like many Latinos, you know, who's uh Catholic, uh, sure. did all the Catholic things. Were you with um, that Suerte thing though? The other one, or the uh, the witches, or something? The Puerto Rican thing. I don't remember what it's called. Santaria. Yeah, there Santeria. you go. Um, I'm not neither going to confirm or deny that there's family members that may practice <laughs> that go. stuff because apparently uh, that's maybe too real. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. Uh, I hedge my bets, Trinity. I don't sure. I, look. My 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 issues were different. Um, there were some certain things that 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 I didn't like about people. It had nothing to do with people in religion right. it's just that you know that just happened to be one of the places that i went to where there were authority figures um i was even sure. an altar boy uh for a year or at least a time period um and i got kicked out because i was making faces and and you know just i was acting Shame. out what the priest was saying and i guess that was not allowed and <laughs> um got kicked out of that um so that probably bothered me um and then i went to a catholic school for for six weeks uh, because I was getting in too much trouble in regular school. So I made a deal with my mom and, and uh, you know, that I'd get a pool table if I went to Catholic school. So I did. <laughs> um, and that was sixth grade. And I last, no, not sixth grade. Um, yeah, man, yeah, sixth grade. Sixth grade. And I lasted six weeks. Um, I got kicked out of there uh, for fighting. Um, well, I got in trouble for fighting. I got in trouble for, for, uh, for supposedly stealing, which I didn't do, uh, but got accused of it. So then I broke their, I went, on the weekend with my friend, we rode our motorcycles to the school, broke the windows, um, threw rocks through the windows. And then on Monday, um, they, the, 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 the main guy was a priest and, and the nuns, uh, put me aside and told me they can get my fingerprints off the rock. Um, and that I should confess. Uh, and I believed them. I didn't know that you can't get fingerprints off a rock. I believed them. I didn't confess because I thought God was going to strike me down. I confessed because I really thought that they were going to take the fingerprints off the rock. 
Um, so I did admit it. And then, you know, my father came and bailed me out and says, you know what, this, we're out of here and uh, got me out of that school. So I uh, lasted six weeks. So that was my experience with that. So I, I didn't stop going or turn my back on the God that I was raised with for any particular reason other than certain people died in my life that, that, that I didn't understand. I was a little kid. I just didn't understand it. They didn't do anything wrong to me. Priests didn't do anything wrong to me. Nuns didn't do anything wrong. It's not that I asked any questions that couldn't be answered because to be honest with you, there, I don't think any adult answered any questions that could be answered that I asked. Right. I think most questions that a child asks uh, are, are you get these stories and you get reasons, their reasons, and you get all these little things, but you don't really get answers until you kind of grow up and deal with it because you're not going to accept the answers they give you anyway. They, they give you an answer, but you, but as a kid, you just don't, you don't perceive it the same way. You're, you don't, it's not the answer you were looking for. Right. So, so I had a problem with all authority figures and church just happened to be another authority. Um, and so I started doing bad things. And when you start doing bad things and you think that there's this deity out there that's looking down and you can see everything you do and it's all knowing that bothered me. I didn't like that. I didn't like that feeling that I'd be alone in my room and this eyeball is watching me. So I just had to make it untrue. It can't be true. So then I tested. I did what I thought every kid. Did. I thought every kid did this. Can you make the shutters move? If you're real, make the shutters move. If you're real, yeah, turn yeah, the lights on and off. And, and, you know, and, and obviously none of that stuff happened. So that's how I based my, that, that was my science. That, that was the science that I dealt with. You know, they, they, they could have all these stories of how the Bible was written. It was very precise, the, by the way. It was written over there. Oh yeah. They, it, but my, I trusted my science because the shut <laughs> damn shutters didn't move. So, sure. so from that point forward, I was like, well, that's a lot better. Cause I didn't want it to be real anyway, because if it was real, then I would have to deal with being watched. And then, you know, my dad was always gone military and, 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 you know, uh, I, I, I was always like hoping him to be home and he never came home except, you know, months later, you know, it's not like never come home. Like your dad never came home. My dad actually <laughs> came home. Uh, so, so I could see why you don't like God, <laughs> but, but my dad did come home. So you think I'd be, I, I'd love God, but, um, but it, it, it's just, it's those kinds of things that led right. me away. And then, uh, you know, as you do, you know, criminal stuff. You don't want to believe that, that, that you can't answer to it. Uh, the only reason that, that that I stayed at least respectful to it, though, is because other criminals, the, the, the criminals that I looked up to were all Catholic as well. And as long as you went to, to as long as you went and you, you say what you did, and you, you know, you get a couple of Hail Marys and, and our fathers and you're forgiven. So luckily, I was part of a religion that was uh I guess within the the criminal element that that I played in, so so it, it was it was fine. It's Catholicism, sure. it was fine. Um, so I don't have the same anti thing, but I did have a problem with with the the kind that maybe you talk about. Um, you know, the people that said I needed to be saved, the, the, the people that that, that, right. that judged me. Uh, you know, I was judged at a Jew. I did a Jewish play one time, and they got really upset that I wasn't a Jew, a Jewish person playing a Jewish character on wow. on the. I, I took offense to that. Um. Uh, I, I, I took offense to different types of religions that said different things. Um, but to be honest with you, in my adult life, I've been more offended by non-religious people uh, than religious people. And not because they're saying anything about me in particular beliefs that I have. But I think people that are really there's a lot of people with a lot of issues with religion, uh, you know, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. know, like, like you mentioned yours. I mentioned mine. Everybody's got their story of, yep. of how they were raised. And some people just never healed from their story. They've never matured out of it. They've never grown out of it. They've never uh, evolved. So they got this little anger that they got at seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 10, 12 years old, whatever. 
and they're still running around like hating on religious people and only <laughs> yeah. only recognizing when a religious person says something to me to them and never recognizing when just an everyday citizen does something to them. Right. And, and, and I think that that to me is what offends me. It offends me that people are so hateful towards people of any belief system uh, because I do as an older man. I do believe in order. And even in the criminal entity that I, that I was involved in, there was there was law and order. It, it was it, I've never not belonged to something that was that was orderly and had rules and, and regulations and you had to do certain things. So so for me, uh, I like that. I like the structure of some sort of leadership, some sort of rule, some sort of guidance. And then, you know, what happens if you, if you don't follow it? Um and then obviously, you know, meeting you and, and I was already uh, loving Buddhist principles, but as a philosophy, because when I studied Eastern Western humanities, it was the one that probably stuck out the most to me. And this is why I want to talk about it today was I don't find it contradictory to religion. I find it complementary. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, I, I find it very complementary to, to religion. Uh, so if you have religion, that's fine. That's great. That's a certain doctrine. But Buddhism is more of a philosophy because it doesn't follow a deity. It doesn't it, does, it, it. There's no rules to it, but it gives you a different perspective on your thinking and a different perspective on everyday life issues, which I think could be very helpful. So I just thought by, by speaking about it in that way, um, I, I just think it's more helpful to people with everyday issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously agree. Um, uh yeah, that's a topic of discussion I get a lot, right? Like, uh, uh, many, many people, when they hear about Buddhism, I, I get like a wide array of, of responses, right? Um, I used to always say when I would go into, uh, when I was doing in, in facilities teaching spirituality, <laughs> the, the second I would introduce myself and talk about what I'm there about, you could kind of like, you, you know, to an extent, you can almost physically see the crowd kind of just like go to the corners. And it was always one corner of, I've already got my religion, and I don't want to hear anything you have to say because you're not going to convert me. And right. then the other half of the room would be like, that's all BS, and and I don't believe in any of it, and I'm fine. Right. Right. <clears throat> and so the first like you know the first day was always trying to coax everybody back to the middle of the room, you know, um, to this group over here. I'd have to make sure that they understood. Uh, there is no conversion here. Like the, all the things that I'm talking about already fit very neatly within whatever religion you're already um, mm -hmm. kind of attached to, right? Like whatever you subscribe to, this is, this is, uh, this accentuates it, right? This is just another tool in the toolbox. This doesn't right. take over anything. Um, that's not to say that there aren't um, versions of Buddhism that are much more in tune with religion, right? There are certain, like in the Mayana context, there's many of them out there that have the bowing and, um, shrines and things of that nature but that's not like you know that's not a um that's not a, a price of initiation there right like you don't have to do that people who choose to go that path more than welcome to but it's not part of the deal here um so i try to explain to them that, that no you know there's nothing contradictory there's nothing that's going to take away from your current belief system um if anything it adds to it um, and for many of them, it actually does strengthen what you already believe. It just gives you another way to argue what you already believe, if that makes sense. Like if you're thinking one way and you hold this this right. idea, or this concept to be true, all I'm doing is give you more ammunition to prove that same point, right. uh, as as opposed to just uh, well, using the Bible or whatever as context. 
Well, I, I, I think in, in addition to that, I think w- what's really helpful for the Buddhist philosophy, at least for me, is that when you think of a deity, it's more like, you know, all right, what, what can you do? Can you just manage that outside world and, and, and answer my prayers and all that stuff? But with, with the Buddhist <laughs> philosophy, it's all right, but what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's great. That's great. You know, the miracles, I, I think they can and will happen. I, I you know, it, it's hard to say that they don't because there's too many great stories out there that do. Sure. I don't know why. I don't know why that exists. Uh, to be honest with you, aliens and, and God could be the same exact thing <laughs> sure. to me. And I'm fine with that. I, 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 I don't think that's a that's a, a disrespect thing. I think that's a strong possibility. Uh, it's just we use different names for whatever we just witnessed or, or experienced. Um, but when I think about Buddhism, it, it, it's your own personal way to deal with your psychology, right? So, so I think accepting Buddhism to a religious person would just would be just as disrespectful as accepting psychology or a therapeutic thought, motivational interviewing processes, cognitive behavioral therapy, Rogerian, uh, you know, all these different types of ways that people do therapy. It's no different to me. Buddhism is a type of therapy uh, in my mind. Uh, and I could be way off base and, no, and I'd sure agree that. there's probably a, a, a Buddhist monk out there that says it's, you know, it is what it is to you, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and that's it. But, but, and they're not going to say whether I'm right or wrong. If they're a true Buddhist, it probably won't say where I'm right or wrong, but then there's those little wannabes, uh, that we have in all faiths and all thoughts. And they're going to, they're going to watch this or listen to this. And then uh, they're going to want to say yeah. all these little words and, and tell me namaste and namaste back at you, brother. Um, yeah. and I'm not trying to offend or disrespect. I'm simply saying that when it comes down to it, it's what are you going to do with the life issue that's in front of you? Are you going to cower down and, and, and just shrink away? Are you, are you, are you going to fight it? Are you going to keep doing the same thing, expecting some sort of different result? Are you going to keep knocking your head in the wall? Are you going to sit around and wait for the whole world to change and you're not going to do anything about it? It's, it's everyone else's problem, not yours. Or, are you going to understand that pain is a part of life? You're going to experience some things. It's not always going to be comfortable, but it's it's a choice that you have to make, whether you're going to choose to continue suffering or if you're going to choose to to bowl through it and do something about it. And, and that's why I love doing the show with you. Um, Yeah, you kind of just hit on the head exactly what drew me to it, if I'm honest with you. Um, I never liked the idea of not being in control. I never mm-hmm. liked the idea of some celestial being kind of you know dictating what happens to me um and and i'm obviously oversimplifying that but you get the point um i never liked that you know i I always felt like i was in control of things you know because at the end of the day if i say i want to touch this button well then i touch this button like i'm deciding that you know and i decided to argue with that person or i put you know so um for me that that is the thing that drew me to it the most uh, there was a couple other situations and things that drew me to it. The overall, the 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 unfeathered, unfettered uh, acceptance really spoke to me too. Um, just this, because that's not to say once again that there aren't individuals within it. I just didn't come right. across them, and, right. and and most religion as a whole wouldn't um, preach the idea of judgment either. Mm-hmm. But my personal experience with a lot of individuals of, of most religious faiths uh, was not a very kind one. It was not very loving and very accepting. It was very judgmental. It was very damning. It was very like, I'm better than you and you need to do this. You know, I, I didn't like that. I was very rebellious and you're not about to tell me I'm wrong. Whereas in the Buddhist philosophy, everything that I read, the people that I interacted with, the people I heard from who are all like, you know, well-respected within that community, 
mm-hmm. were all just completely accepting. You know, it was just like, well, it was just new for me. I didn't understand that. Um, but yes, the biggest draw was the fact that I am in control of what I'm doing. You know, my I always joke every time I teach stuff and every time I talk about like the four truths or whatever. Um, I always joke when I get to the third one, and the third one is uh, my favorite one still to this day. And and I don't know if people actually believe me or not, but when I do talk about it, when I'm telling someone, I still get goosebumps talking about the third truth because it's that meaningful to me. Um, and the third truth, of course, is you don't have to suffer. Um, and that is meaning that there is a way, like there is a way to deal with whatever life is given to you in a skillful way that doesn't cause you to like have all this stuff in your head. Um, and nobody ever told me that, like, you know, this idea that, wait a minute, you don't have to do this, uh, was such a novel concept. And for me, it spoke directly to my inner anarchist, right? My inner anti-authority person. That's the way I viewed the third truth was, no matter what life, and I'm gonna call it life. It could be whatever you. It could be the devil. You know, you put whatever word you want to it. Right, right. But no matter what life threw at me, it could throw pain. It could throw bills. It could throw tragedy. It could. It could throw all the stuff at me. There's nothing I can do about it. But the one thing it can't make me do is suffer. If I'm suffering, that's on me. That means I didn't wrap my head around it skillfully. Um, and, and so for me, that always excited me. Because that, that 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 told me that like it's basically my big f you to the universe is what mm-hmm. I I saw that it was like nope can't make me do that, um, <clears throat> and it's it's true because I've had tons of triumphs and tragedies and stuff since then and and I've seen situations in each one of them where um, when I handled it skillfully I walked away um, with my inner peace still intact and when I handled it unskillfully those are the times where I walked away and my inner peace was not intact. Mm-hmm. But I could directly see how my own perceptions and responses and reactions to it are what caused that struff, uh, struggling in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't blame the situation. It wasn't the person. It wasn't the whatever happened. It was my interpretation and my relating to whatever happened. Um, and so for me, that's that was like that was a big deal, man. Right. You know, um, a lot of people I talk to, like I hear this a lot, man. Mostly with the younger generation. I don't hear it as much with the older generation. Maybe that's just because my circle, I guess. Um, but man, I, I don't know. Maybe you can relate to it. I, I can't personally relate to it, but I understand it. So I hear it a lot. And that is, I don't want, I want to do it on my own is what I hear a lot. Like when I start talking about spirituality, I'm like, dude, like, and I try to explain it to him and, and like, this thing has been around for 3000 plus years. It's older than Christianity. It's, it was on the other side of the world that we're on right now. And all these years later and all the millions of people, like there's gotta be something to it. Like there's something there, but they're all like, no, I want to do it myself. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, so just for me, from a logical, cause I'm a very analytical person, the idea <laughs> that I'm going to try to tackle life. And at this point I've only got like 40 some years of experience and yeah. somehow that 40 some years is worth more than thousands of years before me. <laughs> like it just, I can't compute that. And so I, I, I'm sure it's a youth thing, you know, the, 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 the mindset of kind of getting out on your own, spreading your wings. Right. But right. I just speak like my, my son, my 20 something year old, we've had this the, like exact conversation. And since him, I've had many other ones when they're all around 18, 19, 20. Right. And when I'm talking to him and I'm telling him like, you really should try to introduce some sort of spirituality, whatever that is to you. If it's religion, it's religion. If it's whatever it is, find something to use the 12 steps, find something bigger than yourself. Right. Huh. And and yeah, universally, so many of them are like, yeah, I don't want anything. I want to do it on my own. I want to figure it out. It's mm-hmm. like, 
Wow. You know, can you relate you know, to that? I, I can't. Uh, no, because it, to me, that's that's a insecurity breeds that, right? Um, and and that's a type of insecurity to a person having to figure something out on their own. To me, it's it's very sad that, that you have to think that way, because um, right. you've done nothing on your own. There is absolutely zero. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't believe in the sense of self. I, I believe there's a sense of duty. You didn't even duty. birth yourself on your yeah, own. Yeah, uh, there's nothing you've done on your own. Uh, you you make little micro decisions, but the size of that decision it still has a lot to do with every little thing that has nothing to do with you. So even like when you said push the button, right? Like you made yourself push yeah. the button, but you have no, if, if you're paralyzed, I don't care how much you want to push that button. You're not pushing that button. Uh, so if other parts of your body are not working due to something outside of your control, you can't control that and you can't change yep. that. And so there's a lot of things like that that exist in the world that, that we just don't give credit yep. to because all we want to give credit to is the fact that I'm the one that pushed the button. Uh, and you're lacking all the respect, everything else around you that even put you in that situation, that put you there on that day, that allowed you to even be there at that moment uh, and to do that. And to me, uh, that's what, you know, like you and I both like the show alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I like about the show alone is that it reminds me of how to respect nature. It reminds me yeah. to thank the world that you live in. I don't you know, it's unfortunate that, that, that only survivalists talk like that. Right. Yeah they, yeah. they kill an animal to eat it. And, and they always they all do it. Right. Every single one of them do that. They, that's the one universal thing you see on that show. Every single one of them, when they kill something, they say thank you very much to yeah. something. They'll say thank you to something, uh, to the animal, to nature, to whatever. Um, and I think we miss that. I think we don't have that. And I think that's what's missing. Um, you know, I know there's people of certain faith or certain thought patterns or certain uh, philosophies or certain religions that are going to say, well, what's missing is this specific thing. And uh, I'm going to say maybe, but in a broader sense, you're all right. What's missing is a sense of gratitude towards what came before you, what exists around you at the moment, and that you have a purpose for what's coming after you. Uh, you're simply a link in the chain. Um now, one thing that we have to mention, because I think it would be uh, it, it wouldn't be right. You know, we in in the United States of America, we attack Christianity because this is a Christian type society. So to to uh, to many people, they feel like that's the oppressor. Yeah. Um, but Christianity was the oppressor to Catholics uh, in, in just one generation ago. Uh, Catholics were the minority. Catholics were the, the the evil people. They were they were the, they were the bad people. The Irish Catholics, the Italian Catholics, the Spanish Catholics, all of those that came, you know, uh, last generation ago. Um, and then in other countries, um, even Buddhism is the oppressive Dude, religion. So there is part of the world that actually, uh, the, the, you know, as much as we may be praising Buddhism right now, it's actually yep. a very oppressive religion to some people. I, I literally have a story on that one. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh so uh, once again i've already kind of told my experiences and my thought process on on the christian religion for me growing up and so i viewed it as a very oppressive very judgmental very harsh very whatever thing and then i came across buddhism and i was just like holy cow man like the dalai lama and the way they speak and the tolerant acceptance i was like oh my gosh this is amazing um, and then I dove, you know, headfirst into it. And I, I, I mean, I went like, I went off the deep end, man. I read like, I don't know, way too many books. Um, I watched way, I once, I joke, but it, it it's kind of not really a joke. There was a documentary out there. It's like an eight hour documentary. I watched it. <laughs> like I went way too far. Uh, but I was just so like enthralled with it. Like I was so like just mesmerized. And I love this idea 
that they're putting across and everything I learned was just better than the last thing I learned. Um, so long story short, I was in the gym one day and I have Asian tattoos, which I will not say what they mean on this show, but, uh, for anybody who reads kanji, they know what it says. Um, and it's not, you know, depending on how you interpret it, it's not the nicest thing. Uh, I was coming out of the gym and there was a lady who looked at it. And so she pulled me to the side and she asked me if I knew what it meant. And I was like, yeah. And then she saw some other ink and she started talking to me about it. And, and so we spent a good 10 minutes or something out in front of the gym, just conversing and come to find out she was trying to witness to me, meaning she was trying to, to introduce me to the religion of Christianity. Now, the reason why this is unique is because I'm an American standing in an American country where we're mostly Christian talking to a Chinese woman who's from China. And I was like, okay. So as this conversation developed, I told her, I was like, well, oddly enough, I practice Buddhism. And when she started telling me about her experiences with Buddhism, it literally sounded exactly like my experiences with Christianity. So from her perspective in China, Buddhism is used as a very oppressive, very judgmental, um, very uh, uh, authoritarian type of philosophy. Um, so she literally was saying all the exact same things about uh, uh, Buddhism is that I believed in uh, uh, Christianity and the reverse was true. She was explaining all the positives that I thought of Buddhism as Christianity. That's how she came to to, to know and love Christ, right. if you will, was the acceptance and the lovingness. So it was just, it was, it was a weird, like, you know, boom moment for me. Cause I was like, what? <laughs> it well, just, and the more I asked around, the more I realized, yeah, like that is a different experience. You know, right. we're talking about China and, and, and obviously there's a huge thing right now between China and Tibet, which we won't get into, but, um, there are, you know, in most major religions right. or major uh, uh, um, processes, thoughts, whatever you want to call it, uh, philosophies, um, there's a yin and the yang, right? For every person who loves a certain religion or loves a certain thing, there's probably right. somebody on the opposite end of that, that that has a completely different experience. And I think that right. there is something to that for sure. Well, and, and what you just mentioned was all about perspective. I mean, you know, the, the, what you really love about the Buddhist faith or the, the philosophy is perspective that it allows you to have perspective and it always tells you whatever ill feeling you're having right now whatever discomfort you're experiencing perspective has a lot to do with getting out of it right um Very much. you know i also want to comment on another thing you said you had said that the third truth um was that you don't have to suffer and yeah. you said that nobody ever told you that and and i think my interpretation of that is I think I was told that, but I was told that in a way that I did, I wasn't prepared to listen, and and, and right. I didn't hear it the same way. I, I think what 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 is attractive about the Buddhism philosophy is the communication that I've received uh, from it has been more simple and easier to get. Right. Um, I think that all faiths and religions have they're they're saying that as well. Uh, they just say it maybe in a manner that that that. that for some reason, I don't hear it the same frequency. You know, like I, 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 I listen better in a different frequency. Well, that's not. But, but it's that not that they're not, not saying. They're, no, yeah. I'm just saying they're saying that you don't have to suffer. Uh, you know, right. because I have very, sure. very strong religious friends that that's exactly same. what they they got from Christianity is that they yeah. don't have to suffer. Yeah. And you got it from the third truth in Buddhism. And and then and then where I got it, I I don't know. I I know my favorite book, and I and I don't know where I lost it. Uh, but it, I, I don't even remember the professor's name, but I want to thank my because I always dog on teachers. So I do want to say that professor right there was the most enlightening professor I ever had. And I don't even remember your name anymore, uh, but you taught me Eastern Western humanities and you were awesome. And, and when when he did that, he literally 
that's when I stopped reading. I used to read a lot and, and, and it would frustrate me and it would make me crazy. And I read way too much of Nietzsche and John Paul Sartre and all these existentialist stuff and every, but when he started teaching me about the religions of the world and when I read it, I started studying him is when I finally felt comfortable. And I said, all of it is true. Yeah. All of it is true. None of it is, 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 it's not all lie. It's just all a matter of a, a different perspective of how they put it together in the, in the books. But all these books make people yeah. feel so much better about some really horrible stuff that they've experienced and gives them hope to a very difficult existence. And, and if it can do that for these people that had an even uh, a more difficult existence to this date, to this moment, then what could it do for me? And so I was, I was encouraged to read more about it. And, and to me, the central of all those different religions was, was Buddhism because uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, Siddhartha was my favorite of all the books, of all the little books, Siddhartha. Right. So it's still my favorite book of all time. And, and it's a small little one. And, and, and just that little journey, uh, it was so relatable, even though none of it you could do in today's society or my society. Right. I could, but I still <laughs> felt it. You know, the way he went, I felt like, oh, yeah, I went to L.A. And that was my similarity to that moment. And then, right. oh, yeah, I dealt with the authority figures and the legal figures and all that. And that was my identity that moment. Oh, yeah that that identification to that moment is drugs and alcohol to me you know so i was able to relate it to my life even though it was so different and it was all yeah. thanks to that professor that just allowed me to 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 hear it and say that the whole world is just full of a, a many many different beautiful religions and faith and i never heard it talk like that i never heard of a, a, a of someone respect all religions equally the way he did with me and i think that's why i'm very eclectic in my thinking and, and i like them all i respect them all i believe in them all and i've been i, I i've enjoyed my time at, at, at uh, a jewish uh synagogue i've enjoyed my time even at the as at, at the muslim uh play i i did it i prayed dude i sat sure, down and yeah. and i and when they told me what they were praying for they, they said they were praying for me to convert to Muslim. I thought that was really cool. I went there with some employees that I had at the time. They were all Muslim. Um, so, so I've just enjoyed my time. And even the Southern Baptist. I went to a Southern Baptist thing and, and, oh, and wow. enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that as well. I mean, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence still about uh, uh, Scientology. I'm just going to put that out there. But I haven't um, gone um, to a Scientologist, uh, 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 but I don't think you're allowed unless... Like no, nothing I've read it. or heard uh, appeals to but me. I've personally, but, but I've been yeah. to Clearwater. But I've been to Clearwater and I love John Travolta. <laughs> does um, that count i don't know um but uh yeah no i i agree um so uh, number one i agree in the sense that um the more i've learned about all the different religions the more i kind of over the years have said they're all basically saying the same thing you know it's it's a little bit different maybe in dialect or or the way they go about it but at the end of the huh. day they're all kind of saying the same thing don't be a bad yeah. person and, and be kind you know like i don't want to oversimplify it but and it's not about you yeah, they all say let it. Of, they all say let it go. Yeah, they all, every single one of them says let it go. Not one of them yeah. says, "Hey, you have to sit and and, and suffer like that for <laughs> exactly. the rest of your life." Um, and 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 uh, they all say, "Get out of yourself." It's not about you. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's all interpretation, right? Like, because that's the thing is, is, it's not the religion or the philosophy itself; it's uh -huh. the people you're getting it from. And if you're fortunate enough to get it from somebody who's yeah. who's interpreting it the way it was meant to be interpreted, right. you're probably going to walk away with a good taste in your mouth. Right. But if you're if you're if you're talking to somebody who's using it as a weapon or using it from an egocentric place of trying to right. get across what they think is right, then you're probably going to have a bad taste in your mouth, right? And 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 that's the one. That, so for instance, um, you said Muslim, 
had a really good friend of mine, <laughs> like really good friend. This is the one I told you about before that was like really anti-white people uh, for like the better part of his life. I was one of the ones that showed him that, no, not all white people are bad. Um, but him and I used to get into some pretty interesting talks, right? Um, the, the Islamic ones about uh, like Malcolm X and everything else were some probably still to this day, man, like some of the most influential and very interesting discussions I think I've ever had with another human being. Um, only because it was just so like what like wow okay um but we also talked about you know religion and faith and and so i was i've been in the buddhism for uh, a long time now um and and he was in he's a muslim he like converted into muslim and uh at the time it was like after 9 11 and everybody was talking about how they're all about war and jihad and they hate women and all this other stuff right and I honestly didn't really know much about it. Um, I didn't I didn't know enough about it to dislike it, but I also didn't know enough about it to really have an opinion. So I kind of just remained silent. And so him and I had a conversation one time, and that's when he actually broke it down for me and said that it, it wasn't this idea that it's this like completely separate religion is really not true. Like they're they're all part of the Abrahamic religions, meaning when they say, you know, Allah, they're actually talking about God. They believe in the prophet Jesus, they just believe that the prophet uh, Muhammad came afterwards or whatever. But the more I talked to him, the more I heard very similar stuff to everything I've heard from Christianity. It was pretty much, it was almost the same. Now, once yeah. again, they went about it in, you know, sort of different ways, but the overall concept was kind of the same. So I've had a, you know, really close friend. We've had hours and hours of dialogue for that. I was raised Christianity. I've dove headfirst into Buddhism over the years. And because of that, I've learned more about uh, um, Hindu and things of that nature. And the one thing I'm realizing is, yes, I didn't go to college for it, but I've had real world experiences and everything else. They're all kind of the same, you know, like for the most yeah. part, like once again, there's, uh, yes, there's different belief systems. There's different yeah. minute differences within them, but overall, I, I don't see anybody practicing those to a T being a horrible right. person to anybody. Right. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, and so for me, um, that I'm telling you, man, from somebody who was, an anti-theist and hated anything spiritual or religion to where I'm at now, it's like a complete 180 because now I'm at a point in my life where I don't think personally, and this is just my biased opinion. Right. I don't think personally anybody in today's world can live a balanced and healthy life with inner peace without some form of spirituality, whether that might be religion, whatever. I don't think it's possible. I don't think if you're going to run around and do your life and whatever you got to do and, and work right. and have a family, but if you don't have some sort of higher power type thing in your life, I don't see you getting inner peace. I just don't. Yeah. Because yeah, and it, I, and, it gives you the strength, man. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, for the last what, 30 something years I've helped when, whenever I'm communicating, like if, if, if I'm in your Rolodex, if you called me or someone like me, you've gone through some severe pain. You've probably been sexually traumatized, physically traumatized. Uh, you put yourself through your own trauma, through your drug use or alcohol use. You, you've suffered and lost a lot. So by the time you, you communicate with a person like me, um, you've gone through a lot. So, so in all of that 30 something years, the people that do the best out of it attach themselves typically if not the faith of origin which to me is the easiest path forward your faith of origin because your zero to five uh 
connectivity is still within you. And if you connect back to it, it's very strong and very powerful and very useful. But some sort of faith and belief system that can that you can look that you can look into in in, in for support. Like why have faith if you're not going to use it in times of anxiety and depression and pain? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why have any kind of belief system then? Uh, you know, what makes you have to depend solely on your way of thinking and you having to figure it out all by yourself? You you wouldn't even know if I would tell you there's a million dollars in the town of Raton. You just got to get there within two days. You probably wouldn't even move if I told you you couldn't ask anybody. You couldn't use a map. You couldn't use any sense of GPS because you want to do it all on your own. But I'll give you a million dollars in two days if you get it. Oh, that'd be such a you good would, thing to you, do. You would never you wouldn't you would fail. And therefore, you wouldn't even move if you knew you could ask for help and couldn't look it up. And you couldn't do any of the things that would tell you where Raton is. You would just sit still because you require more information. You require some information that was gathered prior to you. And you would gather some of the you would need some of the failures of others and some of the strong and sacrifices of others so that you have less of a sacrifice to do right now and today. And I think that's that's what intelligence is. You got to live smarter instead of harder. You want to live you want to live harder Then you try figuring out everything on your own. You you go do it Uh, next time you want to you want to move. Don't 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 try to find an apartment. Don't try to find a house. Go out into the woods and and just start first create your own little machete out of whatever you want to create a machete out of or make your own little axe and just start building it. Because even in the show alone, again, I'm going back to alone because you made me start watching it again. So I'm like on like the second episode or whatever. But even on the show alone, they take web, they take tools with them, at least some. Because yeah. to do it without anything, 100% is next to impossible with the framework in which we currently exist. Because we've already advanced too far to go all the way back to zero. Yeah, well, like, so I, 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 uh, I, I agree 100% with everything you just said. Um, and then I, I'm going to add to this by saying, um, so one of the things I ran into a lot also when I was doing the groups, right? Um, and for those of you who don't know who either one of us are he's a certified addictions professional and i used to go around to different treatment facilities and, and talk about you know health and fitness and spirituality so when i would do some of those one of the one of the overwhelming things that a lot of people from varying different age groups and demographics uh kind of all agreed on the consensus for a lot of them is they did not want to participate in the 12 steps stuff because of the undertones of god Right. For them personally, it just, they didn't like it for whatever right. reason, justified or not. They just, that was what was keeping them from fully committing. Right. <clears throat> and, and as a person who's, who wasn't a believer, like I understood it. Um, and, and so that was, but that was part of my, uh, that's part of what made it complicated to introduce them to spirituality because I had to first break down those hurdles or those, those obstacles that they've already put up before I could even get them to hear anything that I'm saying to them. And so one of the ways I tried to explain it was, you know, and, and to me it's, it's simple, but it, it speaks the loudest to me personally. And that is, um, as a, as a human being, I, I'm emotional and I can't trust my emotions. Right. And I think we can all relate to that. How many times have we made stupid decisions that just didn't work out and we based it because of emotions, how we okay. felt at the time. I felt that I was right. I felt that this was a good thing to do. I found out later on, that was a really bad decision, right? But right. I based it on what I felt at the time, and I was fully convinced uh, convinced in that. And so <clears throat> what I, the way I treat spirituality 
or a higher power, or even if you're listening to this and you're a religious individual, I'm assuming you probably agree. The way I treat my spirituality is like my go-to. And what I mean by that is because my emotions go all over the place, depending on the day, you know, right now I'm fine, but something could happen in an hour and I'm not fine anymore. And so my whole thought process is going to be based upon what I just last experienced. And so any decision I make from that is going to be based on a very temporary emotion. So it's not going to be my best thought. It's going to be my immediate react uh, reactionary thought. So for me, what Buddhism does or spirituality in general is at my best, when I'm calm, cool, collected and chilling, I look at that and I agree with it. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I, that's how I want to. So at my best thinking, when I'm, when I am not upset, when I'm not emotional, I'm not, you know, needing for anything. I'm just completely content. I can look at that and say, yeah, sounds good. I like it. So I know that no matter what happens, I agree with that. And, and I got great news. It's not changing. <laughs> it's right. been around for 3000 years. And then it's the exact same stuff that people read 3000 years ago that I'm reading today. It's not going to change. It doesn't care how I feel. It doesn't care what I went through. It's going to always be what it is. And so I know then when I'm in an emotional state and I'm wanting to react to something, I want to respond to something. I'm smart enough now to say, okay, well, before I do that, let me look at this thing that I've, I've, I pointed to at my best and said, I agree with. So before I emotionally react to whatever it is, let me see how that stacks up. And if it stacks up, well, then good, I'm going to do it. But if it doesn't stack up, well, then I pause. I'm like, Oh, I see what just happened there. You know, my emotions. Okay. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me, you know, your McDonald's trying to get me to buy that, that McDonald's that your advertising and marketing was phenomenal, but it didn't work. Because I got my special decoder ring over here. You know, I got my spirituality that I know that like I can turn right. to to check. And right. that right there is what kind of has helped me over the years. Because there's been many a situation. I'm still a human being, so I'm still an emotional creature. I still have days where I'm like hyped up or I'm wanting to do whatever. But what keeps me from crossing that line that I don't want to cross is I have this check and balance. I have this thing that I can turn to like, mm, let me see how that measures up. And so for me, that's what spirituality or religion is. And, right. and, and for those individuals who struggle, who don't like religion or don't want, that's fine. Nobody's asking you to like it, but just find something in your life that's bigger than you. That's going to be uh, like stationary. Find your North star, if you will. Right. Um, and it was funny not to, to, to go off topic, but I was watching the documentary thing last night of <laughs> oddly enough, people smuggling people into the country. Right. Uh, they're smuggling Haitians and things of that nature from um, there's a little Island right off the coast of Florida. It's like 50 miles, two hours. Um, and they have to, uh, they smuggle them at night and they're bringing in, bringing them into the country. And when the people are interviewing them, they're like, Hey, do you use like, how do you navigate at night? And he's like, with my eyes. And she's like, we, you don't have like GPS. You don't have, you know, you know, lights or and he's like, no, those things get you caught. And he's like, but what I do know is the big dipper is right there. And if you put the moon, in front in the middle of the big dipper it'll get you where you need to be and so for me that's kind of like what i mean is he doesn't have to have all these gp all these things that could let him down right. or get him caught so us trying to think our, our way through stuff you're basing it on, on on temporary unreliable data that could change at any given moment and so you have to find your north star and so for this guy right. you know, granted he's doing something illegal but regardless he found a very interesting way he just says look 
Like those stars have been around for millennia. <laughs> like it's not going anywhere. So I know if I line this up, I don't have to have a light. I don't have to have a GPS. I can just go straight there, drop them off and come back. And so for me, that I think is what religion and spirituality can be for everybody is your guiding star is something that you can turn to when all else is failing you that will help you get to where you need to be. And you know what, as much as we have all these stars and, and there's been so much written about them um, without the shipping lanes that have existed, as well the currents that exist and you just get in one of those currents and it'll take you as well see because you could be looking at that star but if you're in a backwards current if you're going if you're going <laughs> yeah. against the current you ain't getting there but there's currents that, that that push you and pull you so there's so much magical stuff that exists even in that in that difficult ocean it's just hard to imagine that there's places in that ocean that'll just propel you in a certain direction if you get in it you know what i mean it, it's it's it, it's so complex trinity yeah. um that that I can see why people uh, would rather just stick to the one of their birth or, or origin. And I think that's fine. I, sure. I think that's OK. I, th I think that that's where you should start. You should first start by resolving of whatever issue you may have with your faith of origin. Right. Resolve that first, because no matter what, if you move forward and you and you have not resolved that, that may still hinder you from getting all the knowledge that you need in, in the next chapter. You know what I mean? So 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 please work on resolving that first or at least during um, if you find yourself hating another faith or, or, or dislike another faith, then you're not being true to your own. Um, I don't think I think that I, I don't I don't think that's possible. I think that in order to be true to your own faith and belief system, you have to respect that of others. Uh, because if you truly believe that, that, you know, it's in God's time or, you know, you know, he's the only one that can judge. Well, then why are you judging and why, why are you making it your time? It's not about your time. It's, it, it's, it's about some other time that you're not in control of. I mean, if you don't even control your own, then why do you control mine? Why do you control Trinity? You don't. So, so just, uh, enjoy your own, um, path, uh, whatever that may be, uh, enjoy your own journey and, and support others that are, that are living on theirs, uh, and, and we're allowed to be wrong. That's the other thing. Allow, <laughs> allow people to yeah. be wrong. Allow them to, 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 if it sounds ridiculous to you, so what? So what? You know, when people knock on my door and they want to tell me about their faith and belief system, I don't get angry with them. I say, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll take your pamphlet. I'll look at it. Thank you very much. It, you know, I'm not searching today, uh, but that doesn't mean I won't be searching tomorrow. I'm very content with my belief system today, but that doesn't mean I will, uh, I'll be as equally as content tomorrow. Life has a lot of things that it can throw at you. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd rather have a whole armament of possibilities uh, just like I do weaponry. Um, if, if this weapon over here doesn't do the trick, I, I feel very comfortable. You know, I have my standard go to weapon that I feel will do the trick, uh, but it doesn't mean I don't have others that that. They may have to be used. And that's how I feel about faiths and, and religions as well, is that I, I don't mind learning more about others. It doesn't it doesn't make me dislike my own belief system more. It doesn't it doesn't challenge me. It doesn't it's not negative. I don't think the God of my understanding would have it take issue with me uh, going to uh, temples of worship or places of worship of other faiths and belief systems. I, I actually enjoy it. Um, and I appreciate everyone who's ever invited me thing. Everyone who's ever prayed for me, everyone that ever sent me a thing. Thank you. I may not go. I may not, I may not, you know, always respond to some of the things that you may send or, or whatever, but I appreciate it. Uh, that's fine. Um, I, you're doing it because you feel compelled, like you have to do it. Um, and should I ever, uh, need it differently, you'll hear me respond differently. Uh, but however I took it or read it or, or responded to it was how I needed to at that moment. 
And I think that's important too. I think you just need to respect all the way around. I think some people get way too angry at others. Like, you know, I, I, I know I did. I used to get angry at people when they would, when they would say they, or they would say, Oh, that's the way I used to feel. Oh yeah. Not yet. You know, like, like as if right. they're on a higher evolution scale than I am. <laughs> yeah. um, no, uh, that's your story. And, and that's great. And if that ends up being mine, then that's great too. But, but it's not today. And, you know, I'm not looking. Well, and I think, uh, you know, relating to that, right. I'll make this my last kind of point. Um, Cause I know we're getting close, but um, I, I think it's an important reminder. <clears throat> so I make, so I, I'm a member of a couple groups on Facebook for Buddhism and stuff. Um, just for me to kind of, stay up to date, I guess, or see different thoughts and stuff. Just, I don't know. I joined them a while back and I've never unjoined them. You know, and I, I still see stuff that I find relevant sometimes. Um, but in doing so, I also found many, many posts of, of people who, who I don't think represent the philosophy well. Um, and a lot of times those people are very critical of somebody who maybe isn't as far along in the journey as they are, or they're very stuck on using like certain terminology like they're very they, they want to boast on how much they know as far as like the the proper terminology or the the old translations of things it's a very elitist kind of mindset right. and so when i hear these people and i see them you know my initial reaction and where i'm at now on my journey isn't one of ridicule or criticism it's just i feel sad because it's like man I'm, I'm so sorry that you feel still a need to like judge all these other individuals like you're not you know you're not getting the essence of what buddhism is right and and i and i say that as a, as a microcosm to the bigger point that i'm making and the bigger point that i'm making is something that richard commented earlier and i said at the top of the show um stop allowing you know stop allowing one interaction or a very small amount of interactions poison your mindset towards an entire thought system that's been around for way longer than any right. of us have right and a, a very trivial example to that is we've all been to like a restaurant like a, a chain restaurant that messed up our order you know one time you never not go back right <laughs> like i'll use mcdonald's because it's the first thing to pop in my head you know most of us at one point or another have been to mcdonald's and if you're a, a right. fast food connoisseur then you probably make a habit of going to mcdonald's occasionally and something tells me they probably messed up your order one time and you don't say, well, I'm never going back because they meant, no, you just, assume, eh, you know, it happens or whatever. Maybe it was the, it was the B shift today. You're like, who knows? Um, so we, it's not like that's a foreign concept to us, but for some reason we really like to focus in on one or two really negative experiences right. and that completely negates thousands of years of history. And I, I think that's a shame. Um, I, I think um, we need to stop doing that collectively. Um, there is beauty to be had in multiple different religions and faiths and philosophies. Uh, you just got to find it and it's on you. It's on you to find it. It's not on them to show you, um, you know, relying on them to show you is relying on somebody else's interpretation and somebody else's, you know, path you're on your own path and it's up to you to find the beauty in those things. And there, trust me, there is beauty in every single one of them. You just got to find it yourself. Um, but you will never do that if you're so focused on a very small group that have offended you or hurt your feelings um, and you think that they are somehow the manifestation of the entire thing, um, I, I think you're doing both yourself and the philosophy a very, very big disservice. 
Yeah, definitely don't let someone else's belief system nibble at your deepest level of insecurity because that's all it's doing if it's bothering you. Uh, feel secure in your own uh, thought and, and, and where you're going with it. Learn as much as you can. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're really all philosophies. We may call them religions and faiths, but at, at the end of the day, they're all types of thought uh, and ways to help us get through this existence. And, and none of us know the truth, to be honest with you. None of us know. <laughs> that's why they call the it faith. Uh, that's right. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we find out. Uh, hopefully I just don't get a redo and, and, and I forget all the stuff that I had learned uh, and then bump into Dana later and like not even recognize her. Uh, that would really suck. Uh, but who knows? I can't remember the previous life if I had one. So yeah. uh, what's to say? I'll remember the next. Um, but anyway, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to Birmingham now. You got to go to Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have some comments on this topic there in birmingham <laughs> you think uh you know you know last time i was there what i was shocked with is that's where all the uh german rocket guys are you know i mean all the people that built all the bombs really? that's where it all started uh, apparently there's a oh, big I history there like the original nasa area apparently uh and <laughs> so i noticed it because i went into this Publix. And i'm looking around it's all these people that don't look like they live here i'm like <laughs> this doesn't look anything like what i thought i was coming to and then somebody later told me, it's like, oh, that's because aerospace this and aerospace that. I'm thinking, oh, these are all engineers. That's why they look like they come from all over the world. They, right. Everyone there looked like they came from another country. Every single one uh, in, in this Publix that I went to. And I was like, this is just very awkward. Um, you know, but uh, I thought about that right now because here we are talking about this and respecting all cultures, all religions, all sure. thought process. And, and I'm going into a place where I feel like it's got like a lot of undertone of that. So uh, go, uh, go walk across the Selma bridge, man. Oh uh, yeah. No, man. Uh, yeah. Not into that part of it. I, I just, you know what I mean? I, I gotta go see, I, I, I do my thing. I'm the dancing monkey. I'm going to go play the dancing monkey for an hour and then sure. I'll fly back. And then, uh, later on this week, got, got the Pittsburgh game. I'm going to go to in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's preseason. Who cares? Hey, although that, it's, although it's still, what I, what I am I'll, excited about is that means that uh, we'll be coming back on air. We'll have a fourth show every week, and it'll be sports, I'm sure. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking man. forward I, to that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go wave my uh, <clears throat> terrible towel in Jacksonville right on uh, this weekend. Anyway, all right, man. Good. Yeah. I'm done. So yeah, all right. Close um, well, my final thoughts are, you know, well, first and foremost, thank you everybody for tuning in. As always, if you feel you got some value or other people could get some value, by all means, share it, like it, subscribe, that kind of stuff. Um, it, it does help. You know, we're only as good as the people who hear us. Um, final thoughts, I guess I would say, is is don't undervalue spirituality, man, and religion. You know, whatever it is to you, however you define it, don't undervalue something bigger than yourself. Um, you know, we're not islands. We all think we're doing it on our own, but we're not. We're extremely social creatures. We like to be part of something. Um, we like to be part of something bigger than ourselves, and there's really nothing bigger than a whole philosophy or a whole religion. Um, so I, I would encourage you to to work on any of your roadblocks that you have keeping you from them, because that's all they are. It's just roadblocks. Uh, work on whatever those are, and then open yourself up to the possibilities of a philosophy, a spirituality, a religion, uh, whatever that might be, um, and, and and really really give it a shot. And you you might be surprised in the kind of peace that'll help you find. And at the end of the day, that's really what we're all looking for is we're all looking for that idea that we call happiness or inner peace or however you define that. Um, the problem is we're all failing miserably, right? And we're all going about it the wrong ways. And so, uh, you know, join the club, fail miserably like the rest of us, but just uh, do it with, uh, with your own North Star. So anyways, that's all I got. 
thank you guys again for tuning in. Let me enjoy your trip. And uh, that's all we got. So now that you know better, do better. Peace. Thanks, man.